promise you I will stop at one minute to midnight so you won't get home late. <laughs> Lord of mercy. What they thought is, folks, you don't know where they stand. They always smile no matter what happens. But I know better than that. I would just keep on, keep them on, wash my face. You know, the posterior can only take what the interior can take. Hello? Amen. Good to have you in the church. Psalm 107 and verse 8. Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness. For his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfied the longing soul and filled the hungry soul with goodness. That's what God does. Amen. God is a blesser. We're going to pray right now. Pray for me. And I pray for you. Lord Jesus, one more time. Help me, Lord, to lift you up and to magnify your name. You are in this place. Thank you for the youth. God's size is not what counts. It's the size of a conviction, the size of a commitment. We are going to do again for God. Let your call be a part of all of us. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, for the kids have done. Thank you for the heart that have done. Now, Lord, touch our hearts tonight. Tonight. Whoever you are tonight, I'm preaching to you. If you have a hunger in your heart for goodness and the blessing of the Lord, tonight is your night. I'm going to tell you, this is your night. This is your night. Tell somebody, this is my night. This is my night. I'm going to plug in. I'm going to be blessed. I, I was in Calgary and I was preaching and there's a man in the, in, in the building that for, for months he had no job and while I'm preaching I said point to him and tell him in seven days you're going to find a house and everything's going to be alright. Well I was told by somebody else that it happened and he fell on his knees and wept and said never before. You will always have in your life a never before experience. God is in this building tonight. He wants to give you a never before experience. Can you receive it? Can you rejoice with me? Who cares what time it is when God is blessing me? When God is blessing you, get rid of the clock and get rid of the umbrella. Let the rain pour upon you. Hallelujah. Let's Shake somebody that and say, this is my turn. This is my turn. My title is Extreme Blessing. Now, I'm going to ask you. You read Psalms 107 this week. And I don't care what you need from God. You read that 107. And you have every right to claim everything you read. If you don't read it, I'm going to say you're not wise. You're foolish. Because your faith can be built on the Word of God. God has an extreme blessing for you tonight. 
know you don't believe it, but I believe it. And I'm going to receive right now. Can somebody clap their hand and agree with me tonight? I need somebody to agree with me tonight. I need somebody to agree with me tonight. Now, stand up for a while. The word extreme simply means outside of the ordinary. God brought you here to give you an extraordinary experience. Your ceiling. God brought you here to give you an extraordinary experience. Somebody need to realize your searching day is over. You cried unto the Lord in the time of your trouble, and I decide to answer you tonight. I want to deliver you out of all of your distresses. I want to lead you by the right way that you ought to go. There is a gold mine waiting for you. I'm going to lead you right to it. Can somebody say amen? I say amen. God does wonderful works among the children of men. If there's one thing God wants, it's for you to leave here satisfied. God does not want you to come to church and go home the same way you come. Now I hope you came hopeless, but you're going to go home with hope. Tonight, God said He wants to give somebody an extreme blessing. You see, I don't know what's wrong with you guys. You have been so much in the doldrum and the gutter for so long, you can't believe God can take it to the uppermost post. Amen. You got so familiar with failures, you think it's final. But tonight, God said, I want to deliver you and satisfy the longing of your soul and fill your hungry heart with goodness, mercy, to follow you in your time of trouble. You need God's help. God is your helper. God is your deliverer. God is your foundation on which you can find satisfaction. I don't like that song that the guy sing. I can't get no satisfaction. That's a bunch of nonsense. Outside of this ordinary, I'm going to be honest with you. Since I've lived for God, all my experiences have been extraordinary. If I tell you anything else, I would be lying. And I don't have to lie against God or for God. God wants to give you an exceeding the norm. Now, if you are to plateau with expectation, that's your problem. But my God can give you an experience above and beyond your trouble zone. God can bring you out of your darkness and your shadow of death and break all the bands asunder and give you an experience you've never had before. The word extreme simply means beyond the usual. This has been a year of supernatural in my life. It seemed like I've stepped out of the natural in the supernatural. I'm no longer living in my past. I'm living in my future. The word extreme means 
the unmatchable. God can give you an unmatchable experience tonight. I said, God can give you a reason to give Him thanks. I said, God can be so good to you that you can't help but to give God thanks. God can be so kind to you by mercy that you have to give God thanks. I don't care if you're hungry or thirsty or fainting. God is the answer tonight for the longing in your soul. Oh, hallelujah. I long for Him. I knew not what I longed for until I found Jesus. He filled the longing in my soul. I'm ready for an extreme blessing from God tonight. You need to give up your hang-ups tonight. Somebody needs to step out of their distress and step into God's fortune. You know, the world thinks I'm crazy in believing this book. But God says I can profit from it. God is in this building to deliver somebody from the counsel of the ungodly. Goodbye oppression. Goodbye depression. Thank God have been lifted up out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock to stand. I'm trying to tell somebody, God wants to bring you out of your trouble and bring you in a place of possibilities. The extreme blessing of God is in this house. God said, I can give you buildings you can't afford. I can give you a dress you couldn't even buy. I can give you a suit you thought couldn't fit you. I can give you a car you thought you'd never drive. I can give you a job you thought you couldn't receive. You do believe tonight uh, that God is an extreme blesser. He wants to give you a reason to praise Him. A reason to give thanks to Him. Somebody ought to shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said, I can make you fruitful even though you're in a barren land. Hallelujah. The word extreme means to surpass generosity. The generosity of the Lord is in this building. Santa Claus is not it. He's Jesus Christ. That's it. He wants to load you down with benefits. I said he wants to load somebody down. He wants to surpass generosity. It's not just a handout, my friend. It's a bountiful supply. God wants to give you a reason to praise Him. It would have been unreasonable for God to expect me to come to house giving thanks if He did nothing for me. I don't think you heard me. It would have been unreasonable. Praise God. The word extreme means surpass generosity. You have not yet seen kindness like God's about to show kindness tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember one time when I first, you know, I learned so much in Mary, Mary. It's amazing. That's why nowhere in the world is as beautiful as Mary, because this is my blessing club. This is where it all happened. In the land of plenty. I heard a whole lot of bad report. But honey, whose report do you believe? His report said, I'm free. His report said, I'm blessed. 
And that's what I believe. I want somebody to believe that God can go beyond the usual and give you unmatchable experience that surpassed generosity. Somebody need to step out outside the ordinary. Expect God to raise up. You know, when I proposed to my wife, I had no money and she didn't know it. God knew it. I had no suit. All I wore was sneakers and jeans. And she didn't know, but God knew it. But somebody told me about the joy I can have. I never thought it could be until it happened to me. I said, God, I want to go to England, England with about six or seven suits. I did get them all. I stepped out of my curiosity into God's generosity. Ah, somebody to hear me now. Somebody look and say, he's talking about me. I don't know what you lack, honey, but your lacking days is over. You're about to step in. Hey, brother, I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost will tell you, you're in for a surprise. I'm going to bless your kids, and your kids can get. You don't know what you're doing. You need a foundation. Ah! Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I tell you, Cornelius are in the building right here. Oh. I'm stepping out. It's not ordinary. I'm tired of living in the norm. Amen. God said, look, I want you to understand what the word extreme means. Bountiful. Unimaginable. Look what the Lord has done. God is not just a healer. He's a financial expert. God can get away your oppression and depression and suppression. God can lift you up from the guttermost to the uppermost. Sister, you're going to have revival. You're going to have revival. So help me God, as God liveth you, you're going to revival. Your days are coming when you're going to rejoice and dance like Cinderella does. You're going to be a modern day Cinderella. Step out and swing with God. Hallelujah. Oh, that man would praise the Lord. Because... He blessed me outside of the ordinary. Hallelujah. His goodness exceeds normality. His kindness is beyond the usual. It is unmatchable. I'm trying to tell somebody, get your bank book ready. You're about to experience a a six-figure revival. Can you believe that? Ah, Can somebody believe that? Let me tell you, if you ever stay in your business, you're going to be a millionaire. Can you believe that? Brother Matthias, you, you can't be a millionaire. Well, you say you don't want it. Well, you're wrong. You're wrong about it. Could it be God wants you to build churches? Could it be what God wants to build churches around the world? Huh? Come on, hot dog. You've got to have something to give. And in order to get something to give, you have to give it to us. No man can receive this except it's given from on high. I'm telling you, friend, I'm still having dreams. You can have your nightmares if you want, but I'm in dreams. 
Ah, dream. Dream on, brother. Dream on. I'm going to keep on dreaming. Do I let, do I let help her right here to say amen? amen? This church is going to experience a superabundance. I've been praying for God to bless your checkbook, your pocketbook, your songbook, your love book, any kind of book you got. I said, God bless them. Because when you bless them, the church got blessed. Bountiful, unimaginable is going to happen to the church. You know, I wish I was sitting down there listening to the preacher preach. I'd be shouting on the hills of glory. I'd be skipping like a ram. I'd be jumping like a chimp. Uh, act like a champ. Uh, I want to tell somebody, God wants to surpass generosity. He wants to be bountiful uh, and unimaginable. It is blessing. The blessing of God make it rich. It had no sorrow. There's nothing wrong with being rich. Uh, just make sure God's number one still. Ah, somebody says, Amen. God said, Extreme mean. Greater than the average. Nobody in your family in the next seven years are going to be able to match you with net worth. Your health and your wealth are going to prosper because God is your refuge and your strength and your present help. In the time of need. Ah, come on, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. God wants to give you an extreme experience. I've learned. You know, i got no mind left. God blew my mind. With bountiful, unimaginable sources of blessing. Greater than average. Unprecedented supply. Every true Christian have more shoes they can wear, have more shirts than they can put on, have more jacket than they need to have, and even have more carpets than they need to walk on, and have more money in the bank than they can spend. If the only blessing you have could last as long until when you die zero. You're not blessed yet, honey. I want to bless you, God said. Pay attention. Great, 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 You can't spend it all. It's too much. You can't live long enough to spend it all because it's unimaginable. Hallelujah. God says, I want to give you a greater than average. You see, we, we've been a mistake thinking and for God is just holiness and righteousness. And you need all that. They think it's well, praying all day, crying all day. Get off it. Hey, we've got to join the Lord too. We've got shouting time too. We've got Holy Ghost spell happy time too. We've got happy time with the alcohol. I am high on the most high God. Doing the bar I go to is Joe Bar. Drunk, but not like you suppose. Somebody shout hallelujah. Can you believe God tonight? 
for unprecedented supply. Let me tell you, when the preacher preacher promises, your response should be, Amen. 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 So be it. I believe it. I receive it. It's my extreme blessing from God. Sister Allen, you don't have to reverse anything you're planning on reversing right now. You don't have to if you don't want to. You can keep it all. Hallelujah. Just for being in church long enough. Hallelujah. Forget your plans. Now, I don't know what your plans are, but forget it. Stay right where you are. And... God never guide where He can't provide. God will not lead you where He can't feed you and keep you. I'm trying to tell somebody, He's giving you a word. Shout, sister! Hallelujah! He said, God is more than a tongue talking God. Hallelujah! <laughs> I said, God is more than that. He said, they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distress. The word extreme means record overflow. I said, mm. Now, God is not like some of us stingy givers. Let me tell you, God don't need anything. So all those cows on the hill are going to get them away. God don't need gold and silver. I want to give it away. God don't need mansion. I want to give it away. Hallelujah. Might as well give it to me. And by the way, honey, you don't have to wait till you die to be blessed. Blessings start here and continue over there. I need somebody to say amen. I say hallelujah. If you want to be promoting your job, this is the day to say it. Put in your request. If you want that job, say it right now and claim it tomorrow. Hey, come on, somebody. Look, I don't like that you're crazy, but you're not crazy. I've been with Jesus. Let somebody take knowledge. I've been with Jesus. I've been with Jesus. And the Lord said, everything going to be all right. Everything the Father has is yeah. Hallelujah. Unprecedented supply. Record overflow. Sometimes God blessed so much that we forgot what it's like to be poor. God keep us so healthy, we forgot what it's like to be sick. I'm going to tell you right now, Right where you're begging, you can want to become the owner. Ruth gave up her pagan gods, shed some tears, and stepped out by faith and said, Don't ask me to go back on my decision. I'm going on right all that's all I know. I'm not looking back. I'm going forward. 
she walked into that land of promise not knowing it and the Bible said when she walked in there in the beginning she was speaking like a beggar but when you read the end of the story she owned the field walking McDonald's said one of these days I'm going to own you see you guys don't believe that that's why you guys are where you are you see, you've limited God. The biggest sin in Pentecost is the limitation of God. You insulted God. And God says, is there anything that you can mention that I can exceed? I can and I will exceed all, not some all, that you can think, ask, imagine, dream of. I don't care which way you come. I can extremely exceed it. I can go outside the ordinary. I can ex go beyond the norm. I can go beyond the, the usual. I can surpass the generosity. I can go beyond the imaginable. How did Ruth ever manage to own that? I got a feet written on the spirit. The day is coming when your enemy is going to wash your feet in a basin of water and kiss it. Kiss the bottom of your feet. The day will come when your enemy will confess to you all of their sins. Not that you're going to do penance, but there's something going to happen when God opened the gates. When God opened the gates, you're going to see it all happen. Because I said it, heaven receive it, and God settles it. Do you hear me right now? I said right now, I hope to God you're saying in your mind right now, give the preacher a word for me. Lord, I need a word from God. Anybody here need a word from the Lord? Anybody need to plug in to God's divine plan? Anybody here think God knows where they are? Anybody here believe God is interested in your situation? God, won't you plug in? I told you this morning the devil hates this church. The first thing God taught me was, you don't build this church, I build this church. Hallelujah. Marvelous things God wants to do for you. If you want to know what they are, in chapter 78 of the book of Psalms, and verse 12 to 16, you're going to find all the answers you've been looking for all your life. Mm. I don't read stars. I'm no diviners or astrologers or teacup re readers. I'm a Bible thumper. And I'm taking a thump the page right now. And go to Psalm 78 and verse 12 to 16 and find your answer. Come on. I don't care if it's an electronic page or paper page. Just find it right now. Hallelujah. God said to tell you. He said, Pastor Neil, those folks don't know me yet. So tell them I say, I'll go to any extreme 
to satisfy the longing in their soul. God said, I will go to any extreme, any extreme, to lift the burden of my people. God said, I will give them anything they desire. As long as it won't destroy them, I will give it to them. Do I have a weakness? Then why aren't we the head? Why are we the tail? Why do we borrow and we should be lending? Hallelujah. If you have a debt right now, it will take 12 years to, to settle. In two years' time, you're going to pay it off. <coughs> he said, Pastor Neil, are you a financial expert? No, i got a God who owns the earth. He said, now, Pastor Neil, what do I have to do to pay out my mortgage? Just please God. Just please God, and I'll give you a raise in pay. Just please God, and I'll promote you beyond your competence. Ah, come on now. Just please God, and I'll give you more than your dollar and cents can take. Ah, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just don't be double-minded. Make up your mind. Gee, this is it. Oh, let's worship God. Find your answer. In verse 23, 29 of Psalms 78. So help me God, everything you read, they're going to happen in your life this year. And there's not much month left for this year. Let me on the fast track. You come from the back to the front. I'm going to move you up front, honey. I'm going to take you to higher heights in Christ. Hallelujah! I'm about to take you to the mountain and show you the promised land. Let me tell you, friend, preachers, let me tell you where they come from. Jeremiah 3.15. This will shake you up now, right now. Hallelujah. You may not like the gift, but it says right here. Put it on the board, somebody. Jeremiah 3.15, please. Let me show where preachers come from. It comes straight from the heart of God. Not Harvard. God is confirming our word with signs following. You know the sign is? You put the sign on, I'm blessed. You're the sign. I said, you're the sign. You are the sign. Tomorrow, you're going to drive in church a BMW. Tomorrow, a Cadillac. Hey, come on, somebody. Tomorrow, I'm going to hear you're the supervisor. You're the manager. Why? You're the sign of the blessing of the Lord. Hey. The only way God can prove that He exists is by answering your prayer. As good as the Bible is, the Bible don't solve any problem until it comes alive. You are the living epistle of the abundance of God. Let's worship Him. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah. You see, Mephibosheth, all the time he thought David hated him. 
dodging David. And God's about to call your name. One of you guys in dream or literal actual call your name. And you know what? You're going to respond. Ah! Hallelujah. One day David sat in his house. Hallelujah. And God took away sleep from him and said, David, there's a guy who is scared to get the death of you. He broke the Saul house. Everybody in the Saul family are hanged by their neck. Maybe you should have been hanged too, but God spare you. God pulled you out of the, the death room. And, and said, I want to bless you. Hallelujah. And Bephibosheth crippled because they dropped him. Somebody dropped you down the road somewhere. Come on, they dropped you. But God's going to pick you up. God's going to cover up your defects. And show his, his effectiveness for your life. Somebody say hallelujah. I'll tell you somebody. Join in my faith tonight. And profit from preaching. And David called Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth came like an old dog. Thinking for sure that going to beat me up. Some of you don't think God loves you at all. You know God's a far off somewhere. Friend not my God. No, 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 no. When I pray, I, I look inward for my God. And he's, he's coming crippled. He said, David, why do you want to see a dead dog? You may think you're a dog, but God sees you as a pearl. He called you my jewels. When I spare my jewel. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. And so he came. And church, he's crippled. And David shocked him of his life and expressed an extreme blessing that was unimaginable, outside the norm, not usually done. God wants you in your family to be a star. You can't avoid seeing a star in a dark background. And the Bible said, when he came to the house of the king, he thought, here's my chance to be killed now. But David shocked him. He said, Mephibosheth, I want you to sit at my king's table, like king's son. And by the way, Mephibosheth, everything that your daddy lost and your mama lost, I'm going to give it all to you. Everything that you thought you couldn't own, you're going to own it. The fields, all the servants, everything, and you won't be paying taxes at all. And you'll always be at my table as a king's son. He thought, what on earth have I done to deserve this? Friend, you can't earn the blessing of the Lord. You can only give thanks for it. Somebody ought to give God thanks right now. I want to tell you, before I married my wife, I looked for a house. I looked for a house. She didn't know this. I looked for a house to put her in. I couldn't find one. And she had a problem. I said, God, I'm looking for you. And then God said, turn right, turn left, turn right. And finally, God led me to a house and said, knock on that door. He knows where the things are. He knows where the bank account is. He knows where the job opportunities are. He knows where the nuggets are. Plug in! Heaven life is not too busy. 
He won't put you on hold. Hallelujah. And so they go to the house. And I rap on that door. The only vacancy, the zero, zero vacancy in Edmonton. Zero vacancy. And I knock on the door. I said, I would need a place to live. Watch. She look at me and she sized me up. Caribbean boy. Reggae music all night. I'll figure it out. I said, this boy don't reggae. This boy don't party. So you don't? I said, nope. You sure? Are you Jamaican? Yeah. I'm different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what? I said, a Christian says, I don't need no resume. You're in. That's where I lived till I came here. Hallelujah. And then you know what? She said no, and I say yes. You know that song? I say yes, she said no. Hello? It has to be so. I'm telling you, friend, you can let God give you what you want. I don't care what the adversary said. I'm starting to tell on you. But this fits so well. Give God the glory. But I tell him, I tell him. It's not about you, it's about him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I bought a chair. I bought a chair at a furniture store. And my dad gave me some furniture. Everything I was given to me. Everything. I'm not, I'm not in that preacher. I'm not in preacher. So you can't say the, the people gave it to me. Hallelujah. 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 And so I bought a blue chair and got this, uh, called Biru in, in, in Jamaica. You know what that is? Cut him out, I'll show you what it looks like. He's got a big old mirror there. And I imagine my wife sitting there combing her beautiful hair. And I sit there. And I'm talking to her. I was imagining Almost touching her. Ooh. Ooh. That cute girl that chocolate eyes. Ooh. I'm having a time. I'm speaking of things which are not as though they are. <laughs> I'm touching the and all the time, God is watching me. God is watching me. He was not going to disappoint me. I want to tell you, church, she did come to that chair. She did sat there. I'm trying to tell you, God will confirm your expectation in an abnormal way. Just dream. Just believe. And watch God does it. Take the limit switch off. God! Ah! Can I tell you the first few cars I ever drove was given to me as a single man? Hallelujah. Didn't pay for any of them. But my wife found me. She, she called my car a Maytag washing machine. That's why she called my car. But for me, it was a gift from God. It's better than a footmobile. Hallelujah. Than an automobile. Hallelujah. But God gave me that car. Hallelujah. But I remember the day I used to go down towards the Parliament building and walk it down and just say, God, I'm not lying. I went into that car park with all the cars for sale. They want to think I'm crazy. I said, God, I want these, one of these cars, but I can't afford it. 
I got no money. If I ever get, he's listening to me right now. He's listening right now. He said, if I ever get one, you're gonna have to work a miracle, something extraordinary, because I can't afford it. I just don't have the money. But I would like to drive one of these. I'm tired of walking. Ooh, shatalama. You know, I told you what God did. One day came home, said, "Amen." When you're to lowest, God's at His highest. Satan know just around the corner. Your blessing is on the way. This I know. Jesus said it. I believe it. It is so. My heavenly Father knows. You have needed these things before you ask Him. Ah, come on. You can't make me doubt it. I know too much about it. I'm telling you, you lost a house. You're going to get it back. I see it right now. I see your house. Uh, a basement. Uh, a three-bedroom. A parking lot. I'm telling you, I've seen that. I'm prophesying to you. And the money in the bank. Hey, God's going to do that, my friend. You're going to perform a miracle. Ah! This is my night for extreme blessing. Somebody bang the keys and look. Here's the keys. And now that car. Hallelujah. And somebody in this church, God, nobody give you the key of success. Here's the key. You're going to have scholarship. You have to pay a dime for it. Woo! Hallelujah. You have your A student. A great student. You're going to succeed. A level like you've never seen before. I'm telling you, God. God is in this church with a golden pen. He wants to write on your checkbook. You get your checkbook out. God wants to write something on your checkbook. Sister, don't you change your plan. God bless you. Receive out. God is so extreme. Lord, all I gave was just one cake. But God said, because He gave one cake, from now on, the barrel will not empty. Hallelujah. Somebody right here. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You young kids, let me tell you, you keep this up. You're going to travel the world. You know what God said to me tonight? Pastor Neil, I just killed your sermons a while ago. I said, well, also, Lord. He said, no more can you say the Mormon kids are going out, but we're not. He said, lift up your eyes and look. Look what my kids are doing. Look at my young boys and girls. Look what they're accomplishing in my name. Come on, somebody. Help me shout. Come on, folks. Help me shout. God wants to do a miracle. I must tell you this. Now, I don't care if you tell the district. God said, Pastor Neil, I wasn't going to turn the district around. I said, well, turn it around, Pastor Neil. <clears throat> he said, look, your district need a stimulation. They only see me in the spiritual realm.
but don't see me in the tangible. And too often, he said, they put their churches on the backside of the track. But I'm waiting for somebody to ask big. Think big. Act big. And then watch God work. If you can do it, you don't need Him. Miracle comes on when the flesh ceases to be able to. Hallelujah. God said, I want to give them a pressed down blessing. Shaken down blessing. A running over blessing. Sir, let me tell you what you did. When you gave that 9,000 plus dollars to God, you have no idea what you did. You have no idea what you did. It was going to come back to you manifold. I didn't say 100%. I said manifold. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell some of you, you don't have enough money to pay the mortgage yet. Or to put a down payment on a building. You're making a mistake. You're acting like Andrew and the rest of the apostles. But what are these among so many? All God needs is your few to work with. I told my wife before I die, I'm going to give my way to prosperity. I'm going to give, 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 give you. Give like, like I'm crazy. Just give away, give away, give away, give. Just give, 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 Just give, 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 give. And think, oh, you're crazy. You're rich now. I'm giving to become rich. I can't wait till I'm rich. Amen. Some of you, amen. You're stingy. You're a miser. And you'll never grow in cash flow. Hallelujah. You know, my wife always worried about me and a girl in my life. Her name is Flo. And I always worried about her and the boy in her life called X. Charge X. That man in her life caused me problems. And the girl in my life caused her problem. Flow. Cash flow. And Mr. X trying to bring up her marriage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Kutashakala Mahaya. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. So we, we go into mediation now. And we come to an agreement. Spend all. Spend all. They all think Neil is rich. Neil is not rich. I gave her flow, and she gave me X. And friend, nobody got vexed. Hallelujah. Come on, friend. Wow. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, when you start thinking big, you intimidate people. When you start dreaming, you bother people. Don't let them kill your dream. Don't let your brothers kill your dream. Don't let your sister hold you back. It's time to step out, because your God is not limited. I was in the city here, homeless. Drove my car. Nobody helped me. Just drove in there one day. Drove it close. Because I, I see I'm, I'm making you nervous. 
I'm reading the mail. I drove in there, and the limit says McMurray, and I stopped. Before I came, there was a boy in McMurray. It's a cold town. The first time I rode into town on my horse, silver. <laughs> they said, you're not from here. Where are you from? <laughs> What are you doing here? You're too dressed up. <laughs> you know, Friday night I went to Baton Hall to buy <laughs> to buy some things for my wife and I, and the guy shot us. Man, you must be coming from a wedding. I said, wrong. He said, where are you coming from? A dance? No. I said, church. Amen. He said, what church is that? Why should I wear jeans to church, amen, tuxedo, and long gown to some party? Hello. Let me tell you, friend, I've driven, you know, I've been times I got the first class seat on the plane. I never get it. You know why? It costs too much money. Five grand, six grand. But I get many times when I'm not even expecting to sit down and say, hey, you come here. Where are you going? Up seat. I sit like that. Then they offer me wine. The devil comes to take me. Ah! <laughs> I said, no, sir. I'll settle for water. God is watching. Go to this fancy hotel and they give you a key. What's this key for? The bar. No thanks. I can't mess up the God who gave this to me. I come on now. When he come, I don't want my breath smell like alcohol. It pays to serve God. It pays to live for God. It's better than sin. Hallelujah! No church. God told me to tell somebody here. He said, I'll go to any extreme to give you what you want. Whoever you are. Pastor Neil, you come picking on me. I promise you, I crystal ball, but I never can find your name. <laughs> it never works. Hallelujah. So if the Holy Ghost hits you, take it. I'm going to quit. I'm about to lose you here. Hallelujah. God says your barrel of meal will not run out. The windows of heaven will not be closed on you. Your fish's neck will not break. Your feet will not go on fire. Your cruise won't run out. That little boy lunch will expand. God can multiply your loaves and your fishes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Matthias, I envy you. Do I envy you? You do so much for God. This is a short time. I'm going to confess to you, I'm just puzzled. You know, he's me. And I want to tell you, I look at my flowers today and I said, Sister Neil, those guys spoil me. They planted flowers last year, and this year I came looking for it, and there is not enough flowers. He said, Well, Robin didn't come by. I said, That's the problem with Robin. She's seasonal. 
said, I should go tell her, you are spoiling me. Then, you know, I'm at the airport. I said, God, I don't have no sons. And, and I'm late at the airport and nobody picks us up and it's hard to get back. To... And then some crazy saint says, Pastor, from now I'm going to take you from the airport and bring you home. And I will show up. It's amazing that God does things. Right now, when you speak the word, what you God to do for you? You're asking God to work for you. I know that. You're asking God to work a miracle for you. You don't like what's happening to you right now. You don't like it. But God said, I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to open the door for you. You believe it? Shout hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to the land of prosperity. Welcome to the blessing club. Welcome. High and mighty. Let's, let's all stand. Hallelujah. This is my house. Oh, your family's coming. Your blessing is going to be here. You're going to ride high. Hallelujah. Goodbye, loneliness. Hello, cheerfulness. Hallelujah. Come on, happiness. We're going to have a great time. Come on, send out it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. God is extreme. He told Israel, I give you a pillar by fire to keep the sun off you. I give you a cloud of shelter. Amen. To keep, come on, somebody. The fire is to keep you warm. The cloud to shelter you. I rain bread and give it to your table. Amen. I give you a fresh manna. And there was no bakery in the wilderness. Fresh bread. Deliverance. <laughs> oh, came their way. He provided a table. Three square meal. Shot Moses. The rock followed them. I'm trying to tell somebody. Hey, kids. Where are you, kids? Where you are right now? Hey. Thomas, the Holy Ghost said, tell you. Not man day's hands, you're going to receive the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I'm not free. I'm going to stop right here. Anybody know why that's behind me? Look, 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 look at the wall. I dare not move it. Anybody move it, I'm going to break their hands. Anybody touch that with me? You're going to find Preston angry at you. That is a reminder to tell me. Let me tell you, I'll get my house. I'm going to tell her myself now. I, I got no secret, friend. I tell you, I've got my secret wife, my secret clothes, my secret church. There ain't no secret in my life. Because anything God did for me is for the praise in Hallelujah. When I came to the sister, God, I am homeless. And I'm working. And I took the least of all the jobs to go to the church. I said, you will never put me on a shift. Because I was in a good job when you brought me here. And you can't do this to me. I got three jobs. And I said, I don't want any of those. The next one came up. Was with a company, and instantly God gave me favor with the boss. Everybody hated me on that job because the boss likes me. God knows how to make people like you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, folks, hear me now. Hold for a minute. And so, he said, Where do you live? I said, Nowhere. Nowhere. You know, I. I used to be a gypsy. 
I'm, I'm, I'm a black gypsy. Look at me real good. Most Jamaicans are gypsies anyway. They're, they're in Ukraine, they're in Russia, they're everywhere. We're boat people. We travel like Columbus does. And we go find Jamaicans. Anything that's bad is Jamaicans. We get blamed for everything except cricket. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's like Bob Marley. Where do you go? Bob Marley's there. He's in Jerusalem. Bob Marley. It's true. They worship him in Jerusalem. In, in, in Africa. All the world. Under the Jamaican. And friend, he said, when, when, when your wife come here, use her a trailer. Just take your wife there. You can sleep there for the weekend as you go on the bus. Honey, how many times went on the bus go home? How many times if the bus back home after church? Quite a few times. And when she go, I just cried. Well, I never tell her that. So I think I'm a big, old, strong guy. <laughs> Liar. She's gone. I'm sure she's crying too, but she, she won't tell you because she's a hypocrite. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I said, God, just stop this. And God says, when I'm praying one in that church, God says, call this number. I call it. And guess what? It coincides with, with a job being offered. And the guy said, I want to see you. So I told my boss, I never see this other boss. He said, I understand. You need a place to live. That's all right. You can go. And so I went. The guy said, where do you live? I said, nowhere. He said, what do you mean nowhere? I said, I got no address. He said, I'll fix that. He picked up the phone. In five minutes, I was in a three-bedroom suite free of charge. And he said, he said, you can live there as long as you wish. Just only pay for a long-distance phone call because my wife don't live in town. So when I brought my wife up, I said, look around. I mean, the bed spreader changed for me. Everything has changed. And, and I mean, crawl crazy. We got no kids, so we only need one bed. <laughs> but I got another bedroom besides. So I could hide from her if I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like a hiding place somewhere down here. Amen. A smart guy, isn't it? And so, then they tell me at the plant, they said, we can get your house. I said, a home? He said, yeah. I thought, wow. No, I'm not asking for it. God's giving it. God is forcing it on you. And the folks said, well, it's going to take you two years because you're a latecomer and the list is long. Somebody forgot to tell them about the joy Christians have. Oh, and, and, and they said, we're going to take you and show you houses. So they said, you're going to be way at the bottom. Hello. In those days, Thickwood don't, it's just, it's, Thickwood was the richest part of Canada in Alberta here. And guess who lived there? A family called the Beatles. The haves. The haves and the managers. That's where they live. And everything else is down this way. And so they took me through all these homes and showed me places. Because one day I was at work and my phone rang. Trevor Neal, I want to talk to you. I said, Really? Yeah. Well, I showed some homes. I thought, Wow. My wife had just prayed, Lord, take us out of here, put us in the house you promised us. And do it for winter. She gave an order. 
I want to ask you right now. Put your order in. It's like McDonald's. You go through two windows. Faith, hope, and that's what is charity. Handouts. I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you the honest truth. God is in this building to me. It's the honest truth. I can preach what I'm talking about. And so, they took me to all these fancy houses, you know, in Beacon Hill and all these areas and showed me these homes. And I didn't feel anything. I went to Timberline Drive. And when I got there, I saw homes. I went, I went in one, and I felt the Holy Ghost. I said, this is the house. So they said, now, have you found anything you like? I was telling payment that I have. She said I had money. I said I didn't have any. I'm right. She's wrong. I had no money to pay now. But they give it to me anyhow. God can do anything. Anything you want God to do, if you believe me, he'll do it. And you know what happened, folks? Uh, I said, okay, I want to see this house one more time. You got chandeliers, nice flowing red carpet, rooms to kill upstairs and downstairs, park garage, nice green yard trees and all that stuff, flowing down, and, and, and dining room. My God, come on. Country come to town. <laughs> Hallelujah. I feel like my finger said. She said, You can have it. She signed me up. Hello. And I was in. I baptized the whole church in that place for the first year. In my basement. In my basement. But what about the one I just have right now? You know what God told me to do? I want sell it and build a church. God gave what he takes. And so what are you going to do about it? I said, no problem, God. And after I sold my building, the market dropped. I made a profit to build the church across the road. And the guy said, now, build your home on this church. So I built a three-bedroom suite on the church across the road. And we lived down there. And a big dining hall downstairs. You guys should see it. A big and pretty downstairs. So we built it down there. And then I thought, well, I'm getting old. I'm now 35. And, you know, I'm an old man. What, what, what if I die? Where is my wife going to live? I said, God, I want out of here. I want to get my own house. So my wife is going to see her mom. Hello, in New York. And when I took her to the airport, God says, I picked out a house for you. God does talk. He's talking right now. Somebody right now. He's talking to somebody right now in this church. And you listen to God. Your day has come. Your time has arrived. You was plugging and believe God. Don't somebody got to listen to me right now. Hear me, church. And then so she said, "Let's go find the house." And so when she came back, we went looking for the house. She was showing the house. I showed her. She laughed at me. This homeless lady laughed at me. And every home I showed her, that I like. So I got mad, spiritually mad. You know, my righteous enemy. She got mad. I said, "Okay, God, girl." You're condemned to live in this building for life. <laughs> and she said very whisperly, Pastor Neil, I said, yeah. Brother Miles and Mom told me about a house where a rich guy just died. On a golf club and all that stuff. He just died. And the girl don't want to live there anymore. She want to get out of it fast. His mom don't want it. 
there's some of the ghosts there. You know, Jamaicans excuse that duppy and duppy or ghost. So she don't want to know where duppy is. And I got the Holy Ghost and he with duppies and all that stuff. So I said, I let go see it. All she wanted, all my wife wanted was a big daddy. I don't care anyone, whatever it goes. I walked in there, and my wife shot me. She said, I sure do this. I thought, oh my God, this is, this is it. I said, God, whatever you got to do, you better give it to us. <laughs> well, here's what happened the girl gave us, God gave us favor with that girl. She said, I want you guys to have it. I like you folks. You folks are awesome. I don't know why she didn't like us because the Holy Ghost was beaming. In those days, I was handsome, so you know what I'm talking about. And it was working. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you can have it. And, and the lawyer said, No. The lawyer said, Is that right? He said, No. He said, I told you. He said, Richard, 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 I want them to have it. You know the risk you're taking? He said, I don't care. These are nice people. They won't let me down. They move right on in. Happened to you. They left. They left everything in the house for us. And the lawyer could not talk them out of it. Would you bow your heads right now? Who is God talking to right now? If you hear your name call, step forward. Michael is calling your name, or maybe Gabriel is talking to you. You know what Mary said? How? He said, the Holy Ghost. How? The Holy Ghost. Somebody step out right now. I said, Pastor, you're talking to me. It's me. It's me, oh Lord. I need an extraordinary blessing. <laughs>